Hello. It's 10.38 on Saturday, December 17th, 2022. This is Harley R. Paget. We are in the city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, our hometown. Myself and my wife, Monica. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to say hi? Hi. Hello. That's her. We are officially on the road to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the first time In over four and a half years, Emily Fear and I are going to meet in person, which is kind of crazy. Not only that, we get to go to Enjoy Wrestling, the Enjoy Odyssey, we get to see a Battle Royale, we get to see MV Young versus Lufisto for the Enjoy Championship. I will get to see, for the first time ever, in person, so many of my favorites. People like Ziggy Hyam and The Runway and MV Young and get to catch up with Veda Scott and Edith Surreal and... Erica Lee, former guests of this podcast. It's a very exciting trip. Current estimates have us about five hours and eight minutes to our Holiday Inn in Pittsburgh. We leave here from Toronto. We drive past Niagara Falls into the city of Windsor, Ontario. It's over the Ambassador Bridge, also known as the Rainbow Bridge. into the state of New York, down through New York, into Pennsylvania. And yeah, we should be there in about five hours, give or take. We had to turn around and go back home once because we forgot our wedding rings. Forgive us, we've only been married six months. It's still new. Otherwise, we're on our way to food and then off to Niagara Falls and America, which is very exciting. We'll check in in a bit. Okay, one hour down, four hours to go. We are currently in the town of Lincoln, Ontario. Never heard of it. It's uh, about a half hour from Niagara Falls, I guess. I lied to you before. We are not crossing the Ambassador Bridge. We're not going into Windsor or Detroit. I don't know why I thought that. I think in my head, I thought that was the only path from Ontario into America was the Ambassador Bridge. That's because I've never done this before. We went to Niagara Falls once when I was nine and I was terrified of the wax museum and refused to go in I started crying and I was terrified of the maid of the mist and wouldn't go on that either I thought the maid of the mist drove right through the waterfall and that we would all be drowned that's not the case clearly but my parents could not reason with me so kind of ruined the trip and haven't been back since this is the first time my wife and I are driving into America it's very exciting as I said previously I think I'm gonna keep saying that all day because I'm very excited We had a rest stop. We got our Starbucks. Next stop, the U.S. of A. Beyond that, who knows? We just held the door open for a family from Michigan. So we're really embracing the friendly, helpful Canadians nice and early before we get into America. That's good. I forgot to withdraw money. I don't know how I'm going to buy merchandise from Ziggy Hyam and Mr. Grimm and the rest. But uh, we'll figure that out later. Next stop, Niagara Falls. Cesar, it's because he looks like Mexican. I don't know. 
Okay, 12.55, we made it. We are in America. We crossed over the Peace Bridge, not the Ambassador Bridge. We're currently traveling through Buffalo, New York. Guide the border, not very, not very happy to see us. You're citizens of what country? Except he said it a lot faster and we had no idea what we said. So we're like, Pittsburgh? He's like, you're citizens of what country? Like Canada. You're both Canadian, yes. Where are you going? Pittsburgh. What is your purpose? To visit some friends. Have a nice tray. That's it. Very uh, off to a rocky start, but we made it. It's starting to snow a little bit, but it's looking it's looking okay. Buffalo, New York. Next up, Pennsylvania. Yeah. First time in New York. Where's the... What's the big one? The Empire State Building? It's got to be around here somewhere, right? we have made it to Erie, Pennsylvania after previously being in Erie, New York I guess you guys just ran out of names or something big snowstorm in Buffalo but we managed to survive, managed to push through then the sun came back out again once we hit Pennsylvania and that's where we are now we're in Pennsylvania, grabbing some more food for the road we're about two hours out from our hotel breaking news on the internet is that our fellow Canadian, Lou Fisto, will not be making it to the show after all. She was supposed to be taking on Envy Young for the Enjoy Championship. Due to notorious Quebec winters, she is snowed in in Montreal and won't be able to make it to the show. Enjoy hasn't figured out who is going to replace her in the match against Envy yet. Luckily, there's like 35 people on the card. So they've got they, they'll have people in the house to choose from if they want. We'll see what that means tonight. Might mean we were the only Canadians in the building. Although Vedas got married a Canadian this year, so I guess they're honorary Canadian. Two hours to go. We can do it. We can make it. My wife's doing all the driving. I'm just sitting in the passenger seat, so that's the easy thing. But looking forward to get to the hotel and maybe have a quick nap before we go out for dinner, before the show. 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're still in Eastern Standard Time, right? I think so. All I know is we are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It took a while. We had road stops. We had snow. We had traffic congestion, but we made it to the PGH. We are here, checked in at our hotel. We The only thing we forgot, other than the ring, which we went back for, was a lint roller, which uh, there should be a Dollar Tree nearby. We should be okay in that front. And then it's dinner. And then it's off to drinks. And it's off to enjoy wrestling. If they've announced a replacement for Lou Fristo yet, I haven't heard it. I suspect they're waiting until the show starts with a live crowd to surprise us. I've seen people online clamoring for it to be Jordan Blade. We'll see. Otherwise, yeah, America, Pennsylvania. Honestly, pretty much the same as Ontario. If you've never been to Ontario, but you are familiar with the Pennsylvania area or vice versa. Pretty much the same. You look around, same kind of trees, same kind of stores, businesses. A little flatter here, a little more rural, at least so far. Maybe we're on the outskirts, so maybe it'll be different once we hit downtown PGH. Also, a lot more churches and a lot more American flags. A lot more flags in general, I mean. Canada, I feel like you only really see flags outside of like fire stations and city hall, maybe. Monica, where do, you, where, do you, where do you ever see a Canadian flag? Schools. That's like it, though. Like, not on people's front lawns, like here. Here people put a flagpole, like, on their front lawn, like, 
It's like guard, like as a lawn gnome. I saw at least three, just on the little on the little stretch from the highway here to the hotel. It's interesting, yeah. Um, as flakes go, it's okay, I guess. You got variety, you got stars, you got stripes. It's it beats like France, which is just three blocks of color. That's a little boring, you know. We put a leaf on ours. That's fun. It's kitschy. This is Pittsburgh. This is America. And this is uh, us signing off for now. We'll check in with you in a little bit, maybe hopefully with some guests, because the whole podcast at this point has just been me talking to myself. But hopefully there'll be some other people joining me next. Okay, change of plans. It's 9.17 a.m. on Sunday. Last night was a whirlwind, really. Um, by the time we got to the hotel and checked in and grabbed some quick food, we headed straight to the venue and it was packed, man. I've been to, like, I've been to a ton of wrestling shows in my life, but this is the Enjoy Show at the Mr. Smalls Theater here in P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Definitely busier than most of the indie shows I've been to in Toronto, I would say. Like, long lineup to get in mayhem inside we weren't even able to find m and bridget and the others until intermission because you walk in and it's just like people are everywhere show was killer as you'd expect um lufisto wasn't able to make it mv young ended up defending that title against billy dixon in a yuletide street fight instead which was obviously a blast we got to see uh, Ali Catch versus Lee Moriarty. We got to see the production defend the tag titles in a four-way. We got to see a trios tag with Ray Lynn teaming up with the runway and Edie and Erica on the other side. And we got to see the Enjoy Odyssey. 25 people, a couple of big surprises. Just a, <clears throat> just a great match all over. We did finally get a chance to catch up with my co-host M. Fier, with Bridget Clark, with friend of the show Don Hallowell. We got to say hi to them. We, after the show, were able to deliver Glitter Bomb Award pins in person to one of the winners of this year's award. I won't say who, you'll find out next week. But we were able to deliver those. I was able to chat with Calvin and Tyler of the runway, able to say hi to Sazzy Boatwright and Ziggy Hyam. And that was it. Honestly, I didn't get any photos. I didn't buy any merch. I didn't get a chance to say hi to Erica Lee or Veda Scott or meet some of the other people that like I've never been in the same building as before. Like I said, it was mayhem. It was crazy. And the streets in Pittsburgh are crazy as well. So I, I'm going to harp on this. I've been harping on this all weekend and last night to everybody we met. But I can't believe this is not the defining trait that I have associated with Pittsburgh in my mind. You know, if you say Saskatchewan, I think flat, I think wheat fields. If you say Nevada, I think desert. You say California, I think the ocean. So you'd think if somebody said Pittsburgh, the first thing that would be in your mind would be the streets here. But for some reason, this just never came up. Listener, if you've never been to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not a single street in this town is straight or flat. Every single street is built like a roller coaster where you are just constantly going up and down hills. You're being shot in U-turns and corkscrews and circles. The street lights are a little confusing as well, but you're not clear. Is that light for us or for pedestrians? It's 
doesn't indicate. Every street here seems to have a number instead of like a name. There's a couple, you know, like we're on Green Tree right now, but most of them, even with Google Maps, she'll say stuff like, head southwest on 119 for a thousand feet, then stay in the two middle lanes to continue on to 48, heading towards 64, take exit 32. And you're like, I don't remember all those. I Sorry, I didn't realize there was a math exam at the end here. I didn't catch all those numbers or memorize any of them. And then two seconds later, the road splits in three directions. Two of them curve hard and the other one kind of goes up a hill and around a mystery bend and you don't know what's going on. Very, very strange. Luckily, uh, I will say Tyler Klein and Sassy Boatwright, both also not born and raised in Pittsburgh, agreed with us that the streets here are mayhem and chaotic. Luckily, today we are heading out in the sun and the daylight, so hopefully it'll be a little bit easier. But Enjoy Wrestling was a blast. The shows will be up on YouTube in January. Oh, I got to... Duh, I didn't even mention. I got to meet... Glitterati member, Meg Fair, the gem, themselves. Got to meet Gem, chat a little bit about that, about stuff there. Again, didn't get any photos because I don't know. I was overwhelmed as soon as we walked in the venue. I was, I was just like, there's a lot. Hopefully, you know, someday we can come back again, maybe in the summer, maybe when the weather's less snowy, get some photos and meet with people then. Hopefully some of these people can come up to Toronto sometime. Um, I mentioned that to the runway. I'm going to try to connect them with some of the Toronto indie promotions, see if we can get them booked on some shows up here. That would be a lot of fun. But that's it. I guess Emma and I are going to hopefully record some more at some point this weekend, maybe when I get home, about the show itself, about just chatting about things, because we didn't get a chance to record anything <laughs> at all. I thought we were to get a chance to like interview some wrestlers and stuff, and that didn't even happen because that's how busy it was there and there was no where and the music's blaring there's no can't hear anything so em and i are going to record a bit more at some point for this episode as for today my wife and i we were heading out to see some non-wrestling sites you know museums and conservatories get some food things like that and then it's back home to toronto and it's back home to finish prepping next week's episode the 2022 glitter bombs our fourth annual year-end awards voting has closed Everything's been tallied. I know who won every category. I know the nominees. We're revealing the nominees on our Twitter and Instagram over the next week and a half. We'll be posting the top five in each category, one per day. And then next week, come back here for the big show. We've got guest presenters, as we always do. We've got a special guest host. Should I reveal that yet? I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I don't think I... I, I I'm going to say no, I won't. I just, I'll just i just remind you that in the past, past guest hosts of the Glitter Bombs include Dalton Castle and RJ City. This year's guest host is in that vein. And you'll have to tune in next week to find out who, I guess. Next week, big show. And we head into 2023, a big year. Very exciting year. This A lot happened this year. And if we continue with this momentum, 2023 is going to be a lot of fun. Hello, I'm back. It is 1020 on Sunday, the 18th of December. One week till Christmas, Monica. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
I got one of your gifts this weekend, picked it up from a friend of mine in Pittsburgh. Shipping to Pittsburgh was like four bucks. Shipping to our place in Toronto was like 40 bucks. I don't, don't ask me to explain this. I don't know why. But we did that. Um, we are heading home in the morning, I guess. We're uh, getting an early start, breathing. Hopefully it's not very snowy in Buffalo again, like it was this weekend. And then we're back home to Toronto, back to the day job, back to work. That's it for wrestling for me for the year. No more live wrestling. Next week's the Glitter Bombs, as I said earlier on this episode. Very exciting time. That's it. One last Christmas present, I guess, to our dear beloved listeners. My name is Harley R. Padgett. My name is Emily Fear, and I'm in a room with Harley R. Padgett. And you're listening to Grit and Glitter, a weekly podcast dedicated to the power of women's wrestling. Yeah. Pennsylvania. It happened. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. How is your Berg experience? As they say on, on the Grinch, somehow it happened just the same. I know. So you made the drive down. How has Pittsburgh treated you guys? Uh, we already recapped the insanity of your streets yes, on the episode. Those streets. We, um, <laughs> we talked about the food's been good. Yeah. Found some good vegan, vegan grub, courtesy of uh, M. Fear and courtesy of our friend Jem. Yes, shout outs to the Zenith and to Onion Maiden, two of my absolute favorite places in town. Yeah, it's been fun. Four and a half years, Emily. Four and a half years. I've known you longer than my wife. What? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. You hadn't been made it, dating Monica already when we started recording? No, it was a couple months later. <gasps> we started recording in like a March or April, I want to say. Fact checkers will look it up and tell me. And then <clears> uh, <throat> we went on our first date in like June. Yeah. Yay! I've known you longer than I've known my son. How about that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because he came along not that long ago. Yeah. He's kind of new to the, new to the scene. Yeah. But, but, One of the younger sure. members of the Glitterati also. Yes, he is, he's our junior member. Um, he actually hasn't made his podcast debut yet, I don't think. No. He not even a soundbite for him. He's been on the podcast, no. Yeah. He, uh, my, even your husband, your reluctant husband who doesn't listen to our podcast, even he's been on the podcast once or twice. He's been once or twice, like in the background. In the background. Yep. Same with Monica. Like, she's sitting right here next to us and she won't say anything. <laughs> well, we usually record when, when Tiger's in bed, so, because, you know, That's it's true. far easier to record when he's not around. Um, yeah. 
he he actually that's not true he might be in the lana austin interview episode hmm. you might be able to hear him at one or two points screaming in the background because um that was at the point in time where we did an interview where i needed to base it solely around her schedule and not ours yeah so i had my mother-in-law come and watch tiger i think he would have been like three and a half months maybe four months old i'm not exactly sure at what point in time we no. did that one but Lana yeah. Austin famously a mom as well, so yes. I'm sure she didn't care. No, uh, <laughs> understood entirely. Yeah. Same with like when Maria had to postpone something because of uh, yes. kid stuff. I don't even know if I ever put that out there, but Maria, when we Canales did the Maria Canales Bennett interview, we had a couple of false starts. The second of which was we sat down. It was a Friday night. I was all ready to go. This was our second time to like try again. And her husband was out on town, out of town, and uh, she was just her and the kids. And inevitably, um, she had gotten everyone down. We started chatting, and then like five minutes into the chatting, she, uh, <laughs> there was there was hubbub on the monitor, and she had to brush off. And I know exactly what that's like. Yeah, and you're like, it's fine. I get it. Oh no, one hundred percent. She was so apologetic, and I was like, I would could not blame you, cannot blame you. Have been there myself. Yeah. It's been a wild, wild four and a half years from the Pro-Wrestling Torch to the Independence. That's right. From ROH. Went through multiple ROH women's divisions. We're into a different (laughs) one now, sort of, I guess. (laughs) AEW didn't exist when we started. No, no. Um, WWE was famously not treating the women great, and now, um, okay, we don't have time. Yeah. To get into the Manny Rose situation. No, uh, I will (laughs) just say, apologies if my... So this past week... I didn't know. I wasn't familiar. Uh, I had not been made aware of the Mandy Rose end of this. All I saw was that Roxanne Perez is now the NXT champion. I was very excited because yeah. this is our officially our first like big big champion former interview. First person that we've interviewed on the show who went on to capture gold in WWE. Yes. I want to say. I want. Yeah. I think Maria was probably women's champion at some point because almost all of them held the title at some point. Okay, that's fair. So if she was, then we've had a former WWE champion on this podcast before. But uh, for Roxanne, this is a big one. You know, yeah. when Billy Starks signs with AEW and wins the AEW women's title, that'll be like another checklist there too. Yeah, that'll be all of our teenagers have have grown into have blossomed into. Oh God, big that's champ- when it's time for us to retire. To be girl champions. <laughs> all, all the all the teenagers we talk to are now like fully grown women champions. It's time for us to hang up the boots. As someone who works with teenagers, I tell you what, like on a small scale, not like winning like you know wrestling championships, but just like in general, like the passage of time marking is is so interestingly marked. Whenever you like you knew someone as an eleven year old kid, and then one day just at work and they come up to you to tell you about like the new job they just got after graduating from college so it's like well no you're 11 silly yeah you don't have you don't get a job at 11 how old is is, uh, baby tiger now baby tiger will be three at the end of january three years old well you made it through the terrible twos uh, that, no, into the terrible into threes. Terrible threes. <laughs> I don't know. Terrible twos has that catchy name, so I think that's why people know about it. But um, yeah. amongst parenting circles, three is known as three nagers, and it's because they have all of the same emotional emotional turmoil uh, of the twos and behavioral fluxes. But in addition, they get like incredible 
incredibly sassy and are very opinionated and they don't know how to communicate those opinions in a way that's not like yelling at you mm. so we're already kind of in that stage he will literally like just like deadpan us like don't talk no mama <laughs> don't talk don't you don't have to talk right now it's like oh, oh right now how dare you <laughs> you you listen you don't exist without this <laughs> and right. it won't you won't even be talking either <laughs> that's the pillar of it i couldn't say anything He'll get more sassy the more he talks, the more he learns how to talk. You have to like, and you have to teach the vocabulary to <laughs> properly sass back. Mm. Yeah, and you can't because you have to teach them how to like word things that in not the rudest possible fashions. <laughs> it's incredibly interesting that like you're born, and as you learn to communicate, you learn to communicate in incredibly rude ways, and the ways in which you actually talk to people are completely learned and socialized. Mm. That is absolutely nurture over nature. Because, like, the nature part of it is, shut up, don't talk. The nurture part of it is, please don't talk now, mama. <laughs> and Simplified. Simplified. <laughs> Simplified and softened. <laughs> so we have that to look forward to in 2023. Yes, more, more sassy, sassy toddler stories. Possibly, hopefully, one day he'll actually watch some wrestling. He's viewed it a little bit. Okay. Um, and one of his wrestlers that he actually was, like, engaged with when watching it on a small screen on my phone was Big Game Leroy, who was in the uh, Odyssey last night. Makes sense. Yeah. Leroy somebody, has very good kid energy. See somebody who's in the ring playing a Switch while they're mm-hmm. wrestling, and you're just like, what is going on here? I've seen many people on Twitter, same reaction. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's super impressive. And the fact that he... Well, he wasn't always playing a Switch, right? Wasn't he playing something before? I don't know. Oh, you know how they do those shows where all the wrestlers dress up like old timey, like they're like from the '60s or they're from yes. like the 1910s or whatever. Well, there's old wrestling, yeah. Yeah, has Big Game Leroy been on any of those where he's like wrestling with a Game Boy, or you know he's like flashback to the '90s, or he's like he pulls out a pong a pong controller from under the ring. So old wrestling usually does anything between like the '20s and '40s. Mm. So I'd be really interested to see like if he were going to be in that context. What is the game? Mumbly Hank. Yeah, like, like, is he like a stick and hoop? Yeah, he pulls at the hoop, he puts it over the head, and then hits him with a stick. He's got like the can. He's got like the can. He's like yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to kick the can while the other wrestlers are trying to body slam him. Leroy, get at us! No, Let's I'm playing Jax. Oh yeah, Jax. That's a good uh, that would street be a- fight. Ooh. That's the thumbtacks of the 1920s. Oh my gosh! If you're playing Jax and then you like someone like lands on them. Yeah. Okay, so we, we figured it out for Big Game Leroy. If Big Game Leroy is listening to this, uh, please get get uh, uh, get into old wrestling so you can bring out the old school version of, of your gimmick. Yeah. We can't really get too much into the Enjoy Odyssey, which we attended last night, because at the end of the night, our friend Jem specifically asked all of us, hey, no spoilers. Yeah. Please try to keep this hush. Don't tell people who won the Odyssey. Don't tell people... About uh, CM Punk showing up in the 25 slot and getting eliminated by Alley Catch. Um, Don't tell people about the new Tate champions. All that stuff. Keep it under your hats. Yeah, we really can't give away any of the, like, the big big moments. I mean, just saying, like, having an all... I mean, spoiler alert, having, like, an all-Santa rumble was uh, not not foreseen, but, like, you know... The first night of Hanukkah seemed in poor taste. A little poor taste, I mean... You know, not a single star of David was used uh, as a as a weapon, and yeah. I feel like that. Come was on, Ziggy, where were you? 
Yes, I'm a little... Ziggy Hyam, come on. No candelabras. No, no... Dreidels? No dreidels. No Stars of David. No Flying Stars of David. Derek picking up uh, Mikey Montgomery and just spinning him like a dreidel I mean, on his head. I mean, he's that small. You could absolutely do that. Yeah. Uh, all I will say is it was a very fun show. It was yes. great being there in person. We got to see somebody jump off about me. Yes. We got to see somebody bleed like a stuck pig. Yes. We got to see lots of lots of doors and thumbtacks yes. and chairs. Bye. My, my poor innocent wife thought it was fake blood. I had to, I had to break it to her. <laughs> He's bleeding real blood. It's disgusting. Yes, I agree. Oh man, I don't. I, mean, I don't blame you, Monica, for thinking it's fake though, because like it happened so quickly, and it's like they just keep going. That it's like, how do they keep going if they're bleeding that much? In any other context in life, if you were bleeding that much, you would stop everything else to address the bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me that would always think like, yeah, it's gotta be fake because like, it's gotta be fake blood because otherwise well, if you're really bleeding, you have to, you can't, you gotta go take care of it. But that. also it's 2022, so why couldn't it be fake blood? Why does it have to be real? Because fa- Because it's machismo. Because, well, it's like, yeah. It's like cool and badass for me to cut myself open, but it's um, like, you could do it with fake blood and we'd be fine with that. I, would we? If the, would the, I mean, it would look the same. Would it? I don't know. If I don't done, know how they've done well. I don't they're, know what the fake blood. They're not Canadian horror movies, and people love that stuff. <laughs> what if you were? What if you were packed with squibs, and someone could like like press the buttons behind the scenes and so squib like, you? Looks like you're, <laughs> sh- you're shot with a gun. Like they punch you when you get and you like start bleeding. They punched you that hard. They made you. Your bleed. gimmick is your. Um, <laughs> is it is it is it hemophilia? What is it when you like when you you start bleeding? You can't stop. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think it's hemophilia. I don't know. You know. You know what I'm talking about, though. There's a condition for that. Yes. Yeah. So there's somebody where it's just like they get punched and they just start gushing blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you body slam them and it's like sploosh. <laughs> the mat is just soaked by the end of the mat. And you're like, this, this is horrific. Please, God. It would be a far too expensive gimmick to do, but it'd be very funny if there was a, if there was a wrestler whose gimmick was they were always packed with squibs. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I think I mentioned this already on the podcast, sorry if I'm repeating myself, it's been a long weekend, but very fun show, got to meet a bunch of people, got to chat with the, the runway and Ziggy and Sazzy, got to present a pin to somebody who yes, won some somebody award. Yes, will not reveal yet. Um, somebody who won two awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a new thing now, you, you voters, not very creative, <laughs> gave, gave four awards to two people. You know, but we get, I get it. it. We get it. They're beloved. These these are people who are beloved, and these are also people who who do incredible work. And so yeah. that that goes with like it goes with the territory of doing incredible work that people are going to notice it and praise you for it. You want to give four gl- glitter bombs to Vonda Rousey? That's your right, voters. You <laughs> love her that much, I guess. I guess what can I do? All I do is tally them up. I mean, I'm really gonna hate having to drive these over to her, but I can't believe she won best heel and best baby face. <laughs> Can't believe she won favorite. Can't believe she won favorite looker gear. Yeah, I was makeup. gonna say. You guys shocked me with favorite looker gear here. That was just mean. I think you guys are mean girling her. Like when when in high school, when was someone was like, "Oh, I really like your shoes." Yeah. Like that's that's just mean, guys. She doesn't care. Yeah. Enjoy wrestling. Great show. Glitter bombs next week. We've got us. Mm-hmm. We've got our uh, bunch of guest presenters. Mm-hmm. Some familiar faces to the podcast coming back to help us present these awards. We've got, I've debated this earlier on the podcast. Should we reveal our special guest hosts or should we like make them wait? No, I think we 
we should announce that who our guest host is going to be. Well, there's other surprises okay. in store. So. And we've lied so much in this episode, we won't believe us anyway. Yes. Um, but this is not a lie. This okay. is guaranteed. Harley, um, who is our, our guest our guest MC for Glitter Bombs 2022? Legit. The voice of Ring of Honor and hated foe of Chris Jericho, Ian Riccoboni. Sweet, sweet, sweet boy. Ian Riccoboni is going to be uh, mastering our ceremonies. Next week at the Glitter Bombs. Ian's been like a supporter of us since the the Talking Honor days. Like he used to send us positive messages there and just like chat us up and like make us feel so special. He was like the first person on wrestling television I think I spoke to. Honest to God. Outside of like meeting Bret Hart and Owen Hart at autograph signings when I was like 9 and 12. This was the... Okay. Posting all my cringe on the podcast in honor of the spirit of Christmas. This was back in the era when if a wrestler like tweeted at me or liked one of my tweets, I screenshotted it and saved it in a folder on my computer because I was like, a wrestler acknowledged me. Oh my God. That, that was like the time. And then Ian like sent us a, like DMs and stuff and saying like, like helping us, correcting us very kindly about like uh, things that we forgot and like, oh, I forgot about the Smart Brother Fittest Tournament. Right. Doi. Things like that. But also just giving us positive encouragement. And like when we asked him, hey, do you want to come on and do a bit? Because we're doing this series where we're like interviewing new co-hosts and uh, we've got me playing a robot and we've got M's coworker Bridget coming on and we've got uh, Tom playing this guy who like doesn't watch Wing of Honor auditioning to be our host. You want to come on and like audition to be a co-host? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a dumb, stupid bit on your show. Yeah, Ian, Ian's just a, such a genuine person, clearly um, clearly doing what he loves. Like he's been explicit about the fact that he feels like very, very lucky to get to do what he just loves to do on a regular basis. Yeah. When ROH sees production last year, my first thought, admittedly, did not go to the wrestlers who I assumed would be continuing to work, etc. First person I thought of was, Ian Riccoboni has to land somewhere. They need to keep using Ian somewhere. And rightfully so, he immediately got work for everywhere he could possibly get work that yeah. is in WWE. So good for him. Um, he does stellar, stellar commentary work. He is um, a stand-up guy through and through. And super, super psyched that he's going to be part of this um, this year's ceremonies. Yeah. It's probably not our my position to say, but he's been offered jobs with WWE in the past and turned them down. Because he said, like, I like what I'm doing right now. I'm content. I don't want to move my family. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, he's just very, he's very pro-Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, Lehigh Valley, all, through and through. Um, and it shows into what he's passionate about with wrestling and otherwise. And he does have a lovely family. So I, I, I completely understand his perspective on that. So, yeah. Very excited for Ian to join us. He has always been so game with everything we've thrown on him in the past. Even though we don't even cover Ring of Honor anymore. Yeah, or you sometimes, still, yeah. Hey, well, we, we, last we just week. did. We literally just did. Yeah, we still care about the oh, ROH Women's Division. Shout outs to, like, corrections. Someone did point out, because I'm behind the times, I was not thinking about this, but someone did point out that the googly eye, the silly googly eye that I was going off about um, on Athena, right. might have been a um, everything, everywhere, all at once reference. You watched it on the airplane home mm, from our honeymoon. Yeah. At one yeah. point in the movie, she has like a googly eye on her forehead, one of the women. I haven't seen the movie yet, admittedly, sorry. It's on my list, everybody. Confirm. Mm. It's on my list. I think so. I think so. Okay, because one of the wrestlers at the show last week wrestled with a googly eye on her forehead, and we were like ragging on her for like 20 minutes about how dumb it looked and how like cheap, 
cheap and cheesy it was or whatever. And then somebody online was like, oh, I think it's a reference to this, like, one of the most popular movies of the year. And we're like, oh, I don't watch movies. Like, and I get the reference because it was, I mean, it's in, it's in the promotions for it, but, like, yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. And also, I, even if it's a reference, I stand by my, like, okay, if it was a Wait reference, for the entrance, take very it off for cool. the match, something like that. I stand by my opinion that it did not work mm-hmm. in the style, in line with, like, a lot of my issues with her gear recently, which is cool idea, execution, incredible incredibly off mm-hmm. spoiler alert athena did not win favorite looker gear in the glitter promise this year no, no offense no like offense. i said last week love you athena just um love her work i just there's something about her some gear. people need help something that just doesn't 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 connect and they uh, was a cool is cool reference not everybody is great in every aspect of everything some people need assistance right no and you i know? wasn't totally against my hair that. looks this good today it's because of my wife we were t- I okay, know what I was doing. okay uh you want some inside baseball talk about harley's hair um bridget and i were discussing harley's hair after um <laughs> after the show um the, just in general the ladies aesthetics. always do um and maybe monica can weigh in on this uh too but this is bridget's opinion about harley's aesthetics is that harley looks like a um a man out of time a man who should have been in like the 18th century, like mm. Uh, mm. marrying well for his family. You <laughs> should the see dream. Him tied up, tied up. Uh, I see him at work. Oh yeah, work. I put in a ponytail. Yeah. I put in a ponytail. She hates it. She thinks I look like a kebab crane. Yeah. <laughs> but specifically, it specifically in the Disney movie, because I'm also really skinny. I got a big nose. I get it. No. Okay. It was there, not the nose. Skinny with a nose, but like also incredible bone structure. Like if you yes. haven't seen pictures yeah. of Harley, Harley has incredible like <clears throat> bone structure. Yes. yes. Mm. Like there was a reason why your coworkers wanted to use like you know make you up because they they identified mm. the bone structure. And mm. You skin. have the bone structure and hair and just uh, and height of a of a man who you know is. <laughs> You know, working hard to, to you know, be the, the man of his family. <laughs> yes. Bridgerton style or something. Trying to be mm. the um, the lorry of uh, okay. these ah. little women. <laughs> the, is, that, is that the <laughs> tagline for glitter? For we watched glitter. the 90s Little Women for the first time last week. For the first time ever? Yeah. You've never seen it before? No. Mm-mm. Talk about my it, childhood it's good but it's still just like uh, it doesn't matter i'm like it doesn't matter what adaptation it is screw amy arch i hate that, I hate that girl i amy arch oh it's matter whether it's doesn't matter whether it's uh mm. Fr- friend of the show despite the fact that she doesn't listen um my friend uh little little kate as she goes by would have a long talk with you about mm. why amy marsh needs to be reclaimed uh she hasn't convinced mm. me but i did like florence pugh's interpretation of the character yeah yeah um I, I, the 90s Little Women means so much to me. Me and a, a friend of mine growing up were obsessed with the movie. We had a VHS that we practically wore out. We used to dance that dance that Laurie and Joe do in the, like the ball, at the one ball. We used to do that like long, like, like running promenade, like back and forth <laughs> in my basement. Ah, oh, love that movie. In the, in the Greta Gerwig 2019 one, the only thing that I will say is, um, that movie is perfect. But it is very funny when Bob Odenkirk shows up as their father. My Little Women. It's just... <laughs> we were waiting for that in this one. When Dad showed up in this one, we were like, he didn't say the line. Yeah. Where's the <laughs> meme? <laughs> it's 
it's, it, I love Bob Odenkirk. I love Bob. And, you know, if you haven't watched Better Call Saul, it's a yeah. it's a it's a classic. Um, it's a classic TV show at this point. Um, he does incredible work. It's just so funny. Recasting it with David Cross walking in and just being like My Little Women, and it's, you're like, what the hell? It was a little too much like a Mister <laughs> Show sketch at that, yeah. point, at that <laughs> one specific moment. Yeah. Um, oh, diverging though. Uh, so you're in Pittsburgh. True. And what is what is one thing you wish you could have done that you didn't get to do? Oh, we tried to go to Grandpa Joe's candy mm. and soda uh, shop. Couldn't find parking. We gave up and left. <laughs> that is my fault, dear listeners, because they were here on a Sunday, and the strip district on a Sunday, as you are all probably familiar with if you're based in this area, is an awful, awful place to try to find. Well, and it's literally a week before Christmas. December yes. 18th is not... Uh, probably a busier time for the downtown for shopping any, district i would assume yeah. i would say for any like pseudo metro I mean, we're not like a metropolitan area but any suit like city area is going to be terrible right now i mean suburbs are no different yeah even going to get groceries at this point is like is a, is mm. insane so we didn't get to do that but we brought some uh, stuff with us at first i we were at the grocery store and it's it like i'm just gonna buy a bunch of canadian stuff that isn't available in america because that's fun like ketchup potato chips i know Americans apparently don't have ketchup potato chips. We do have ketchup potato chips. Okay, the internet lied to me and said that uh, they didn't. We might only have them here specifically because we are ketchup. We are known for our ketchup in this town. Mm, the Heinz, Heinz factory. The Heinz company is based okay. in Pittsburgh. Maybe in other parts. That's the thing. The articles I read were like not available in America. And I said, well, you know, we saw two signs for Tim Hortons here, and I, that blew our minds. We were not expecting to find Tim's here. Yeah, you can't find Tim's in this region, but you were coming through Erie and stuff. It's up in north in northeast PA. You okay. can find it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, whatever. We bought ketchup chips. We bought, like, some Canadian chocolate bars. Uh, Kinder Surprise are apparently banned here because it's considered a choking hazard, having a toy inside the little chocolate egg. We have Kinder Surprises now. Okay, so I just wasted all this money. I guess Monica will just take it back and eat <laughs> ourselves. Because I bought all these treats to, like, surprise people with. And, uh... Yeah, what a waste of time. Yeah, no, they were they were banned. They were banned for a oh. while, but then they they changed. I and actually, the version you have might still be banned in America, but they do have a version that they're going to be sold in America now. That's true. The article I was reading was saying stuff like all cream soda in America is clear, whereas we have Crush cream soda, which is pink. Ooh. And maybe you don't have Grape Crush. I don't here. know if we have Grape Crush. We definitely have cream soda that is like a creamy color, though. Okay. It's not totally clear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know you don't have Nanaimo bars, but uh, we weren't able to bake any of those. I wanted to bring wine gums. I know you don't have wine gums because I was eating Ew. them during a podcast one time and you were like, what is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, no, we don't have wine gums. Yeah. Although, at sure. Grandpa Joe's, that's the place you find things like that. Yeah, I bet you they would. If you go, if you go to a place like, like Grandpa Joe's, what, something I discovered recently was, and I got these as part of a program we were doing at the Library of International Snacks, they're called Jubes. They're like... Like cook- Jujubes? No, not not those. They're like gummies that you can put in. You can eat solo, or you can put them into drinks, and they're made of like coconut cream and flavor. Hmm. And there were lime ones. There were like maybe one or two other ones. And they they are especially like branded towards people to use them for cocktails, but you can just eat them, and they're fascinating. Wow! It feels definitely because it's this like weird creamy little square that you're eating. It feels like you're eating like a snack of the future because it's like. Like, it feels like something you would see in like a sci-fi. Kind of like Turkish Delight. Um, no, because Turkish Delight has texture. This oh, doesn't okay. have texture. It just melts in your mouth. Yeah, it's just it's just it's it's a little chewy, but it's not. There's no grittiness at all. Okay. 
I'll have to get some of those things yeah. back. Look, yeah, keep your eyes out for, for jubes. You might you might have them in, you probably have them in Canada. Yeah, you guys, the Sugar Shack in, uh, on Queen Street. Yeah, you guys have, I mean, Toronto's a much bigger city than ours. Yeah, we're ours. a bigger city than you. Yeah, I'm sure you have. This, I'm sure you have access to all kinds of jubes. Surely the, surely the, the fourth largest dung. city in North America will have it. <laughs> we have many things in this burg, in our, in our humble burg. We've got jubes. Lots. Lots of steel <laughs> factories we saw on the riverbanks. Yep, most of them are defunct, but yeah. <laughs> their skeletons remain. Mm. Yeah, but we do have ketchup. This is ketchup okay. town. Well, yeah. you can have those ketchup chips over there if you want anyway, because uh, I was just buying them at the grocery store. I was like, we'll just yeah. give them out to people. We'll give them to, like, Dawn. Hey, we'll give them to uh, Bridget. We'll give them to some of the wrestlers. And then you get there the night out, and I'm like, what are we, I can't even bring this stuff inside the venue. What am I thinking? We brought candy canes. We did oh. bring a bag of candy canes. Well, actually, we didn't bring... Uh, Bridget had a large chicken purse that mm. she stuffed with ca- candy canes. Uh, and then when they searched her purse, they had the... They, the guy did not ask any questions, which was good. Chicken stuffed with candy oh. canes, a popular Pittsburgh delicacy. Yes, we, we love our chicken <laughs> candy canes. Chicken <laughs> stuffed. <laughs> that's, on, that's a Christmas Eve-like tradition. I'm going to start getting a reputation as the person who start, who brings yeah. food to all these shows because at the barbecue at the end of July... All right, Yans, come and get the candy cane chicken. Mm, yuck. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Government-basted chicken. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so that's it. We don't have much of a show for you this week, but it's Christmas. The fact that we're, we're still did a full episode. You, you know how many podcasts I listen to? Like the celebrity, the uh, whatever, the, you know, the celebrities re-watching their old TV show and talking about it podcast. They always take Thanksgiving week off and they're like, here's a rerun. They always take Christmas week off. We, I don't think we ever, we took like one week off this year and that was just because, I don't know, something fell apart at the last minute. We had plans and then we just couldn't make it happen. Or something. Yeah, and I mean... Thankfully, we do our bonus content on the Patreon, which if you're not a subscriber, you know, give yourself a little Christmas treat and subscribe to our Patreon. Do it at the 5 or $10 level and you'll there's get no all kinds of perks. Oh, there's no $10 level. We eliminated the $10 level in I, the name of democracy. Did we eliminate the $1 level too? No, $1 gets you a weekly newsletter written by your friends at the Glitterati every Monday in your mailbox. Yeah. You get heartfelt notes from us and the gang. You get uh, recommendations for a show that you could watch that week. You get a little sneak peek information about what's coming up on Grid and Glitter. And then $5 gives you the newsletter plus bonus podcasts. Got it. Okay, like so Women's content. Wrestling Entertainment. That's right. Brand new episode coming, I promise you, by the end of the year. Yes. And I still am sitting We've already on... recorded it. I just have to edit it. And I have I have to edit some of our Glow episodes because we have more of those forthcoming as well. Mm. Me and Val Quartz, former Glitterati member Val Quartz, we have been diving to the through the Netflix series Glow. Uh, episode by episode, we've got two recorded that um, I need to do some editing on. So there you go. There's, there's all that coming up. That's our Christmas presents to you. We've got stickers that we might mail out to the Patreon people as another little Christmas present. We got yeah. stickers made. And that's it. Other than the award show next year, that's the wrap on 2022. That's it? This is our Christmas episode. This is our uh, final episode of 2022. It's been, a, been quite a year. It's been a year. I mean, I honestly, this is our first year in a while that it felt like any kind of normal year. And that's saying something because it wasn't even that normal of a year. Yeah. But we're... You yeah, know, like pandemic-wise, it felt like we we're kind of getting back to things. When you went to a wrestling show, we came to another country. They didn't even like stop us. They, we are you, fully vaccinated, but they didn't really care. Or, they let you into the country to begin with, because I mean, yeah. if you listeners remember, hopefully they'll let us out tomorrow. Like we <laughs> wanted Harley and Monica to come down in twenty twenty one October of last year. Yeah, we bought tickets, and then Biden was like, "No, stay out." Yeah, sorry, no, no cars. <laughs> you can fly, but you can't drive. Yeah. What the? What's the deal? <laughs> 
So, yeah, been quite the year. I mean, wrestling wise, things are things are doing their thing. Yeah. Nothing too crazy in women's wrestling. You have yeah. your punk situation stuff like that. You have Vince McMahon stepping down. That's that's pretty. Huge. I mean, that's that's very huge. And um, but then you have things where that just show that like no matter who's in charge over in that neck of the woods, certain bullshit is always going to happen. Yeah. So uh, you know. Solidarity with Mandy Rose and anybody who makes money off their bodies for themselves rather than for a giant corporation. I did see somebody today say that she currently has like whatever, 181,000 subscribers or something on this website. And it's 30 bucks a month. So they did the math and like through this website, she's bringing in to herself, no cut from WWE, $552,000 a month. So she'll be okay. Oh yeah, she's doing great. <laughs> She's doing great. And I'm that, sure guys like Tony Khan are going to jump on the chance to, like, sign her if, if he can, right? Just for the buzz. Yeah, but if I... I mean, if I were her, I don't even know if I'd be that quick to... to yeah. To Making $550,000 a month just by posting scantily clad photos online. Yeah, you just be a professional model. I mean, it just goes to show you, though, that, like, when you're making that money for yourself and you work for WWE, that's the problem. It's yeah. not the photos themselves. It's the fact that you're making money. We yeah. should make 10% of this. Yeah, because, at like... Least. You can be scantily clad in the ring and for us, and we'll make all that money from it, and we're not going to say boo, but the minute you're doing it for yourself... Shawn Michaels supposedly, like, as soon as he found out about it, he was like, get rid of her. And it's like, bitch, you were in Playgirl. Completely new yourself. That was before his conversion. Yeah, I know. Okay, before... (laughs) Like, any member of DX who has a problem, any former member of DX who has a problem with people, like... Oh, it was a different time. Can, can, like, that was, like, 25 years ago. It was a different time. They can suck it. How about that? <laughs> yes, we have two words for you. <laughs> we have two words for you. All right, so this wraps up another episode of Grit and Glitter. As always, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Grit Glitter Pod. Posted some stories on Instagram. Probably gone by now. But... But actually, I did take a ton of photos that okay. I am going to post on Twitter and Instagram um, in the next couple of days. I want to polish them up on the computer and make them pop really nice so that our friends in the runway and our friend Edith Surreal just looks all the more magnificent. Yes, I took very few pictures. I enjoyed last night, um, mainly because I, I wasn't wearing something with pockets, so I didn't have my phone on me. I got photos of almost every person making their entrance during the Odyssey. Well, yeah, so that's like 20 photos right there at least no I mean our vantage point was right against the stage so we had a really good sight lines for that yeah when the episode's air if we make it on camera we'll be sure to tell you where we are what we're wearing and you can marvel at my glorious cheekbones like, yes like they deserve <laughs> you will see them in that line <laughs> that's it for another episode of Grit and Glitter thank you for listening thank you for subscribing rate, review, and subscribe as the kids say in their parlance <laughs> Press that, smash that subscription button. Smash, smash that, that like button. button. Smash that like button. <laughs> smash it. <laughs> yeah, Punch your computer. <laughs> Punch your computer on behalf of all of us at Grin and Glitter. <laughs> and please come back next week for the Glitter Bombs. It's like our biggest yes. episode of the year, arguably, because it's so fun and exciting. Yeah, if you're a new listener or if you're like trying to recruit a new listener, the Glitter Bombs is the perfect entry point. It's easy. Yeah. It's breezy. You get only minimal amount of fuss from us. Then after that, 2023, and who knows, maybe 2023 will start with new members of the Glitterati. We're hoping. We've got some doors we've got to knock on and some uh, hands we were looking to shake, but we're trying our best. The new Glitterati class of 2023. Yeah. No, uh, no Tiger Fury is too sassy. Not yet.